boy, we're back. We're back again. Um, I'm very disappointed in tonight. Um, I got UFC in about maybe an hour and a half, and then I got Battle Rap that just ended, and I've never been so disappointed. Um, then, for some reason, I think I told you that. What'd you say? What Battle Rap? Uh, URL. So I watched Smack, uh, pretty much, it was what, Smack Volume 7 tonight? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, that was a thing. And <laughs> unfortunately, it, it was probably one of the worst cards I've ever seen. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just brutal. It, it was brutally bad. But, I mean, here we are. Here we are. We are talking. Um, for some reason, I can't change the title of the thing. So if you wanted to, you know, feel I'm not free. the head be in charge, Greg. You said what? You're not the head be in charge. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not. Trust me. Like, I, I leave that shit to Clubhouse. <laughs> I, Let me. I, I'll do the topic. Let's see. Yeah, but you you were in there when I was in there, right? So you were just as confused yeah, as to what the fuck was it. happening. I just need this is what I need, and I'm so glad that tonight's topic is does social media empower or by women because I feel like that room goes hand in hand. If you are in your feelings and you can help or handle other people having things to say or feelings that are not yours you shouldn't mm-hmm. be on yeah exactly that's how i feel to the t um and just to add to that um these people when they have relation like relationship issues and they have problems with a person instead of going to that person or their friends they go to social media and places like clubhouse to argue with people who don't know the entire story of their shit and you're never going to get the full story of somebody who's angry and they just go to a platform to talk shit. You're never going to get it. Um, that was true. We talked about last episode with that girl. Um, that is definitely true with a room called, you know, what the fuck was that room called? Oh, let me let me go back to this text. The room was called, and I quote, is Clubhouse a safe space for broken men to disrespect women? Um Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk tonight. Um, we're going to talk tonight because this episode was pre-planned before we even walked in that room. This episode was planned maybe four days ago. And just by the grace of God, on Saturday night, we both opened up Clubhouse. And I was like, oh, Shan's in the same room as me. So we both must, we, we like self-torture. No big deal. So I'm listening and this girl goes to the extent of, she's blaming people in the room for her own problems. And, you know, she, she goes on this big, like, diatribe about absolutely nothing. And she said something about how the men on the app are disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, they don't owe you anything. Right. You you are a stranger to them. Um, and it's just weird that people feel so entitled to, like, have people agree with them and have people like them. Like, no, you don't have to have that. But more importantly, you're in a fucking room. Yeah, you don't have to be in the room. That's why there's multiple rooms for you to be in. But it's kind of like people who come somewhere that they weren't invited to and get Mm -hmm. upset because nobody likes them in the room. Girl, exit left. Oh, I I don't get it. I learned on Clubhouse, like if somebody has blocked you as a friend, you can no longer enter rooms that they are in. Which I'm like, oh, well, that's good because I mean, I've blocked a few people. That's definitely a good thing. But um. 
I didn't know you could not join the rooms. I thought you could just completely ignore them. But I guess since it's not like social media, if you have to hear them talk, it's a little bit different, which is cool. I, I'm completely with the shit. But th- this episode tonight is going to I'm, I'm going to try to make it short and concise. But at the same time, we're going to have to have a talk because um, but here's a pre. Actually, do you want to start? And, you know, just give the complete rollout before we go sh- like full in. Because, um, yeah, it- it's going to be one of those. All right. Um, what's up, everybody? My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. And we are here with our show, Loudmouth Stereo, where we come here. We give you content, content you can use and uh, go about your business. We are not having ghetto games. We are not talking about politics. We are talking about things that we all deal with, go through, and can improve on. So welcome. And don't forget to follow us on all podcast platforms, Young Black and Bother Podcast, and She Gets It Podcast. And we'll be here every Wednesday and Saturday night. Absolutely. Um, And saying that, um, we're going to make this... Around around sixty minutes. Um, I'm going to try to make sure we're in and out so people can go and enjoy the rest of the evenings. But yep, y'all get the smoke tonight. Um, so here's my precursor. Um, obviously, you guys see the name of the show is "Does social, uh, social Media Empower or Objectify Women?" Um, my precursor is here, and I'm only going to say it once. When we're talking about empowering and objectifying, it is not just going to be a talk about nudes and body types and that type of conversation. We're going to dive into other avenues, but we're going to try to make it as quick as possible. Um, you guys also drive the conversation. So if you have voicemails, please leave them. If you have anything like a discord or some type of like comment that you want to make, please leave them in the comments. We are going to play them as we get them. So everything can be consistent and they're just going to float. Um, I might as well just start. Um, the, the number one question on the docket. Um, does social media empower or objectify women? Um, I think it does both, I would say. And I think you would only feel like it does one of those things if you're closed minded and you're only staying within your little circle. But the Internet is not for you to stay within your little circles about you being informed because nobody is limiting you on your Internet and what you can uh, research. Agreed. Um. I feel the exact same way. I, I, I don't feel like I need to expound on it. Um, I, I, I more so wanted you as a woman to speak on it because someone would be like, oh, well, Greg's making a comment. He's a guy. What does he know about women? I'm like, that's why I do two shows a week with a woman to ask the questions that I do not have the answers to. And luckily, we have a platform, shout out to Stereo, that gives us the ability to have women and men alike to add to the conversation. So shout out to Stereo for that. Um, to me. Um, if you wanted me to answer this question of does social media empower or objectify women? Yes, it does a little bit of both. Um, so I, I wanted to break it down. Um, the reason I wanted to break it down is because I have a lot of like bullet points that I wanted to bring up and I hope that people can, you know, add to it. So let's start with the empowering. Okay. You know, start off positive and negative and then, you know, give people, I guess, like the unpopular opinions, last calls and we'll get the fuck about it here. So, um, it's great to see um, women empower each other on social media. Um, for me, what's empowering is making the choices for yourself. Um, whether you choose to be naked or wear a burqa or anything in between, um, the power comes from you deciding it and having control over your own mind and body. Um, but that is all on you. 
Yeah. Um, now, mind you, I'm, I'm focusing on all the empowering, all the negative stuff I'm not going to say right now. I'm not even going to like contradict myself and go into it. Um, number two on the list, it could be a way of taking control of your sexuality and a culture that tries to control female sexuality in so many ways. Um, that to me is empowering. As a guy, it is great to see that, you know, we have gotten to some part of like normalcy where women are allowed to be who they are and be who they want to be, or they could never be because they lived in a certain place or, you know, a certain person felt a certain way. So it, it feels good to see that this is happening. So yes, that is empowering. Number three, campaigning for each other. Um, things like, you know, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you wanted to, if you want to jump in, just let me know. Cause I, I was just going to unload the clip <laughs> for this empowering yeah. thing. Now, my thing is not, the whole Black Lives Matter because people are taking it and making it other things other than mm-hmm. what the fuck it says. Yeah. Um, but I love how women are embracing other women and supporting other women's businesses and sharing their selfies and t- telling them and complimenting them on their skin, their teeth, their hair, um, how they put things together, their work ethic. Like, I'm loving that. I'm loving them promoting each other's businesses and actually talking about something uplifting and mm-hmm. making rooms about bashing black men because there's so many other things to talk about on mm-hmm. the I'm loving that. Like I wasn't one today and the lady, she was a CEO of a tech company overseas, a black woman. And she made a room primarily for women to talk about why they are the shit. Mm-hmm. That's it. It wasn't about, you know, who hurts you. It wasn't about who who ain't shit. It was about talk about why you're the shit and let's just have a good time. And their energy was good. And there's so many ways for women to come together and have good energy instead of that drama gossip stuff. Yeah, exactly. A- exactly. Um, like, like I said again, you hit the nail on the head. I'm I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, Again, I'm going to say this periodically throughout this show. Um, If anybody has any comments that can add to it or you have like, you know, a discrepancy, please leave a voicemail because we we are going to be talking. Um, It's probably going to be one of the quicker shows that you've seen from us. But at the same time, it's going to be informative to the point where everybody gets it and the voicemails will flow. Speaking of that, we have a voicemail. Shannon, you know, if you want to press that. I just wanted to comment and say I feel like all women, all women should empower each other. All of yeah. us, all of us. You know, we are someone's daughter. We are someone's mother. We are someone's niece. We are someone's mother. You know, like we're all going through shit, you know? And for the, the girls who women, I can't even call them women because they're girls at this point, but the ones who love to talk shit and talk down on other women. Thank you. It's not cute and it's not right. And you should never downplay or down talk to another woman because you don't know what she's going through. Because, man, yeah. you be taking a beating sometimes with everything that happens in life. And sometimes it just takes that one person that we don't even know to give, you know, enlighten us a little bit, make us feel a little bit better about our situation and empower us to do better. Mm. Vegas Vixen, thank you for that. That's all facts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I can't even argue that one. It's one of those things where, like, when you hear other women say that they see the same things, like, as a man, it's like, no, like, y'all see it, I see it, and, you know, 
and we'll, we'll get into like the objectifying a little bit later, but to see positivity helps because if you're in a room full of positivity, you get positivity, like the, the energy and, you know, people talk about vibrations. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it is, but I, I know that there's a feeling. It's like when you walk into a clean house and you're like, yo, like it, it just, it feels different from a dirty house. You know that for a fact. And I feel like, you know, empowering people, it feels the same way. If you get like a good compliment, the rest of your day just goes great. It, for some reason, it just does that. Um, you know, not to talk too much about myself, but yesterday I went to the doctors or whatever. So I went to the doctors and I'm coming out and some random guy just, hey, you know, what's your name? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking this dude trying to rob me in broad daylight, right? Because that's the kind of the mentality. <laughs> hey, hey. No, that, that's the kind of mentality that, you know, I have at this point. Because it's like nobody just walks up when you wants to start a conversation and everything like that. So, you know, he, he was super biblical, but he just looked just me, like me, like an average guy, just, you know, normal black dude, just walking down the street. And he was like, you know, I don't know, like, you know, if you need to hear this, but, you know, he's like, you know, are you like a prayer? Are you a man of prayer? Do you think about prayer and things like that? And I was like, you know, I haven't been to church in a while. And that was my first reaction because I'm like, oh, like, I'm really not a, you know, a biblical person or someone who's like really into the church so this guy you know he, he stands with me he's talking to me asking questions you know and everything like that and then he starts to pray and you know he asked me to pray with him and repeat things like that and then when we left that conversation i was like yo like i've never had this happen to me before i've never been in a position where i had to actually stop what i was doing and hear a complete stranger talk to me and it, it felt good um, it was actually empowering because I got in the car and I just sat for a second. I was like, oh, I've, I've never had that. So, you know, just to tie that into this conversation, it was like, you know, like that obviously wasn't social media, but it was definitely empowering to have someone that you don't know, you've never seen, you've never heard from give you type of, you know, give you something that you didn't have and you can just go with it however you want to. And it felt great. So to see that social media can give that to some people as well, you know, just the positivity and empowerment. It looks good from my perspective to see it, especially for women in a world where, you know, honestly, there's a lot of men and women alike who just don't give it to them. So my, my next little bullet when it comes to, you know, things that are great to see, you know, women empowered on social media. Um, I titled this pussy music. The reason why I call it pussy music. Um, yeah, the reason why I called it pussy music is because like, you know, vagina seem too vague and pussy is like, you know, women like this, the word pussy and pussy, it just, it feels strong, right? It just, it just feels like a term that if it were a term, you would hear like Meg the Stallion and them say that shit. Um, and I wrote in my notes, fuck them, rob them and leave them. And to me as a guy, it is empowering as shit to hear that. Like, it's like, yo, like we've talked about that shit for 40 years when it comes to male rap. So when women talk the same shit and I see guys be like, oh, well, women can talk about that shit. Well, what the fuck did that's not the woman you want to trust. This is this and this. I'm like, but y'all do the same shit. Yeah. So it, to me, it's empowering to see it. Sometimes it'd be a little bit overbearing, but like I said, this is the little segment of the show where we're just talking about empowerment. We're going to get to the objectifying because everything I'm going to say, I'm not going to contradict, but I'm definitely going to bring all this background. Um, number five, um, is WAP empowering? Um, it's more so of a question for you, Shane. So WAP, like songs like WAP and, you know, pussy music. Is it empowering? Um, is it breaking the double standard talking about sex as a woman to you? For me, no. I don't feel like women have to talk about sex for them to be sexy. I don't feel mm -hmm. like women do show their breasts or their ass or, you know, anything to be sexy. I don't feel like 
your nipple popping out on live is like, ooh, you now have 53 extra sexy points because you did that. I just feel like I wish women will get back to being naturally barefaced, refreshed, clean, just got up, taking care of myself, sexy, Mm -hmm. wearing clothes that fit them in a way that accentuates their curves but I don't have to show you everything that's underneath here, but I'm going to make your mind go wild imagining what this could possibly look like. Like Mm -hmm. nothing is left to the imagination now, which is sad. So it's kind of like going to a five-star restaurant. And as soon as you just sit down, they bring you like the main course. You don't have your drink. You don't have, um, appetizers, you haven't seen the menu, they just got the main course all in your face. So mm-hmm. once you give them the main course, and of course they're going to eat it because it's probably delicious, after that, you ain't got nothing left great to offer. Yeah. And then what you really left with as a woman that puts your all up front and gives it to the first bidder, the highest paying bidder at the moment, is damn, What else am I going to do to keep him here? What else am I going to do to make sure that, um, you know, he doesn't want to see other women or he doesn't want a woman that doesn't want to be in the main uh, light or the source of attention? You have nothing. You are clueless because there's nothing left for you. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. damn, give, give people pieces of you until they deserve everything you encompass and if Mm. and if they don't deserve everything stop giving them your fucking everything and 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 then if you give them your everything you can't turn around and be bitter because somebody did you dirty Mm. see now mind you that is why she gets it her name is she gets a pod for a reason now again for anybody who's listening to this episode or anybody that's loud on stereo Anybody having any questions, you can leave a comment. You can go ahead and contact She Gets a Pod on social media. You can contact me at Young Black Pod. Um, you can leave a comment on Stereo if you want to. I believe we got another comment because we ain't done with these empowerments. <laughs> see, and I'm, I'm that person too. Like if I see a girl and I like her hair, I like her nails, I like her jacket, I like, I'll tell her. Exactly. It's a nice jacket. You look good in it. Like. What what is wrong with doing that instead of staring at somebody and then that sometimes some women get offensive, defensive, excuse me, and they think, why is this bitch looking at me for? Yeah. Oh my god! Like, you know what I'm saying? I look, I don't look and not say nothing if I got something to say, you know, or if I don't, whatever. I look and I keep on pushing, but you know, like empower one another. You know, tell that woman, hey, you know what? I like your shoes. Those are super cute. They look good on you. I like your outfit, but where'd you get them shoes? You know, what is wrong with that? You know, don't Mm. act like you're better than everybody. Some women do act like that. Yes. Like I'm, I'm, as a woman, I make it a point to compliment women on their skin. Something you cannot buy, something you cannot change tomorrow. Like your skin by itself is beautiful. Beautiful. Like fuck the outfit. Fuck the shoes, fuck the hair. I'm talking about your skin. Your whole essence is beautiful. The way that somebody comes into a space and greets everybody and treats everybody with respect, I think is very attractive for a man or a woman. Though, If I catch myself staring at somebody, I'm going to tell them out loud, whether they with somebody or they're holding hands, hey, you're beautiful or you're, you know, you're handsome or 
I like the cologne you're wearing. It's not to be dis- disrespectful, but I need you to know that other people notice. And sometimes people walk past you and you might catch them staring to the point where it hurts them to give you a compliment. It like hurts their insides to give you a compliment. And sometimes when I see people like that, I tell them something nice about themselves to catch them off guard because they're not expecting it. They're looking at you up and down to find fault. And we have to stop that. Again, as a guy, I can only go with what Shan says. You see it more. And I definitely agree because as a man, I see these things. I definitely see these things. We hold on. You know what? Let's just keep going. Let's keep going because I, I want to get out of the empowerment for a moment because we're, we're almost done. But here we are. Um, number six on my list was compared to traditional culture in other places like India where there's like outrage for showing your legs. Um, not just like, you know, in certain countries and towns and things like that. Like it, it's becoming a new norm to just be who you are, embrace who you are and love who you are. And that extends to women. That's more important for women. And it's vital for women to understand that. Um, A lot of people have kind of like, they they shed their skin, you know, thanks to social media. And I'm not trying to go into the objectifying part of it, but the negative to that is a lot of people are the people that they want to be, but it's only on social media. Like Mm -hmm. they can't be themselves once they close their phones and they close their laptops. And to me that that's where we start kind of taking this term between like empowerment and objectifying. Um, the reason why I'm saying it is because, um, to tie that in, we build these bonds and bridges, you know, that you otherwise wouldn't have through social media, your friends, like think about it, the people you talk to the most, the relationships you've built over the past five years, most of them are on social media. Um, the people that you could talk to on the phone, you could actually meet up with, you probably want to just talk to them on social media. There's a guy that, you know, he hasn't talked to you since high school. And what is he doing? He's in your DMs. You know, he, he never gave you the time of day until he saw more of you in an accessible manner, meaning, you know, DMs, photos, posts, stories and shit like that. Um, that That's where we're about to take this turn when it comes to objectifying. But before we get there, we got a voicemail. Absolutely agree. And, and I'm the same exact way. I mean, I I mean, even if you do tell somebody something materialistic is nice, it still makes them feel good about themselves. You know what I mean? And that still makes them walk with their head held a little bit higher that day. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, you smell good. What do you got on? Or, you know, just anything. You, you know, I like your lips. They're so pretty. Like just little shit, you know, but the littlest things mean the most to us women. And when other women notice us, it just shows that, they're very confident in themselves enough to say, Hey, you are pretty skin or you have pretty lips or, you know what I'm saying? And then it makes both of us feel good because I made somebody's day and they made mine or I made theirs or whatever, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so pretty much there are various different ways to like empower women on social media, you know, liking photos, comments, you know, things like that. But, there's just as many, if not more ways to objectify them on social media. Um, but I wanted to ask a question to the listeners. So my question is, 
before we get into the objectifying, do women hate on each other more than men? More than men may hate other on um, other men or the more than no. men. Do women hate on each other more than men hate on women? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now. Yes, they hate on each other more. Okay. The reason why I wanted to pose that question is because, yes, there's a lot of empowerment, but there's, you know, someone told me that for every person that likes their photos and stuff like that, there's two people that hate them and wish that they weren't in those positions. And, you know, honestly, they'll say little slick comments. And I didn't know that there was something called like, like, what do you call it? Um, Like fake likes where people, the only reason they like shit is because they can take the likes back just to show how much they hate you. And, you know, honestly, it, it, it's, it's fucking weird. Um, I, I didn't know that social media has gotten to the point where, you know, I know about like suicides and, you know, the TV shows that tell you about like how social media can be like a really big con. Um, for me, I, I guess this is my point where I do like personal opinion for me. Um, Cause I, I got off the clip when it came to the empowerment part. Now we're going into the subjectifying. Um, I wanted to start by saying that some of your friends are your biggest haters. And a lot of the friendships that people have on social media are friendships. These are people that they're around when they're around and they will disappear just as quick as they appear. And I I see it a lot um, as somebody who, you know, I I try to keep myself out there in these social platforms, you know, clubhouse and things like that. And club taught me one thing that no other like social media has taught me the way that people present themselves truly shows the more you see them in these groups. Um, for example, I saw a guy who, you know, in one group, he's the most educated, you know, like he, he talks very well. He, he's very smart and blah, 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 blah. And that's where he's supposed to be, like if that's who he is. But then he's in these rooms and the rooms are about women and he, he fucking bashes them for hours on it as, as if like he, he wants to do nothing else with his life other than to just bash women. And someone said something that you know it's a trigger and it's going to start an argument they asked him the question that everybody hates to hear and that's uh how did she put it she was like is everything okay um who hurt you (laughs) that's what it was who hurt you who hurt you honestly can ruin a dinner table like just by asking that question right Mm -hmm. so you know for me my personal opinion with you know to start this off was that there's plenty of young women out there, and I had to write this down. So I was like, there's plenty of young women out there feeling that their worth is coming from the amount of likes that they get on a picture. And the best way to achieve that is through mild erotica, ergo their bodies. Um, I personally think that it, it's not empowering at all for women. It, it, it's kind of like fucked up um, to me. And I'm not talking about OnlyFans, we'll get there, but I'm just talking about women who, you know, they're doing it because they enjoy their bodies. But the thing is, people objectify their bodies as a result so that that's my personal opinion when it comes to like objectifying women um i, I don't know how you feel about it shane uh just in that term about like you know the body shaming regardless if you're like a thick chick or if you're, you're skinny if you know you got a big butt you got low butt shit like that either way you're going to be objectified or somebody's going to find a way to hate on it how do you feel um they are and some some women use it like if I send a a picture of another woman to one of my friends, instead of them say like, like oh she's pretty, they'd be like, oh her her body fake, her butt fake, her lips mm-hmm. fake, fake. I didn't send it to you to mm-hmm. nitpick her. 
I sent it to you to observe, like, this is a cute outfit or this is a cute swimsuit. And they start picking apart each other. And that's what happens in public. That's what happens at events. That's what happens when women make it to the top. They start picking apart people to talk about what's so bad about them. It's like when people post something good that happens for them, you'll get probably two likes. But if you Mm -hmm. post something fucked up, you got hella likes, people sharing it. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be on, um, what's that ghetto-ass uh, website that people... Oh, World through? Star. Yep. World Star. And I'm just like, man, like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all so addicted to this negativity that when good stuff happens for other people, y'all don't even know how to be happy for people who can't do anything for you. And that's... Mm-hmm. It's a disgusting uh, characteristic to have. So when it comes to other women, I'm always posting other women to the point where people would DM me and be like, are you bisexual? Are you this? And I'm just like, why does a woman have to be bisexual to admire other women? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to be slightly this to give you a compliment? Like, why does mm-hmm. it have to be a thing? Even sometimes when men observe it, they'll say, Oh, you like women. Mm-hmm. No, I admire women, especially women who can have like multiple kids. And in two weeks, her body is like tip top shape. And yep. it's taken who have kids three years ago, still trying to figure out how to get that body. It's like women who embody their whole essence and own it mm-hmm. is very attractive. Just like the fact that I can't believe someone like little Wayne has all these beautiful women and in, mm-hmm. in relationships in his past and has kids with these beautiful women is clearly not his face. This is man's confidence. That's fucking sexy. And people exactly. don't understand that you could be a pretty face from head to toe. You can have the best weave, the best lace front, the best lashes, um, the best body, the best boobs, the best ass, all of that shit, the best outfits drive the fancy car, but you're, personality is trash Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to be around you and it's kind of like i need people to get back to the basics i need men to get back to the basics yes um absolutely agree um to to piggyback off of that um it it just it's just really weird um i asked a friend and you know we're talking about in the text and their text message said pretty much we were talking about like female empowerment when it comes to both men and women. And he says this, she says the commercial, uh, the commercialization of female empowerment feels a little bit dirty. Um, so I asked, her, I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you know, it feels like, you know, they reach more and more women and empower them and give them the self-esteem to seek out a more radical form of feminism. Me as a guy, I'm, I'm sitting there stunned looking at this message. Cause I'm like, yo, like I, I thought it was a situation where it was like, you know, one band, one sound, like, you know, that's what, women want we want empowerment we want you know people to be together and you know when she saw the topic i think she's actually in here right now um she was talking about what i was talking about with the the pussy music um she called it pop feminism um she was like she said that she found that pop feminism is pretty much crap especially in hip-hop she didn't like the fact that it seems like when she listens to hip-hop now like the men can beef, but all the women have to be like buddies. They have to be friends in order to like, you know, get along pretty much what she called it. Um, to, uh, get along to get, what is that quote called? Um, move along to get along, get along. Either way, that, that statement, um, Mm -hmm. she she gave the emphasis of like Nicki Minaj. 
they kind of oust Nicki Minaj because, you know, she was beefing with Foxy Brown and Little Kim. And they took that. And now all the female rappers and R&B artists, all are friends, like their best buddies. And she was like, it's okay to just not like people. And I was like, you know what? That, that's right. But, you know, how, how does that tie into like objectifying women? Yeah. So she was like, you know, a, a lot of women that she noticed also on Clubhouse, things like that, you know, social media, they hate on other women for agreeing with men. So th- that's where I wanted to go with that. Um, and the, the reason why we're here, um, I know we got a voicemail, but the reason why I wanted to go into this little portion of it is because I've seen it for myself as a man, where instead of just saying, you know what, that woman is right, that man is right. Um, women that I've seen, and it's not all women, it, it's definitely a small minority, but the issue is, it'll be a small minority in a large room. And I don't want to say they put their foot in their mouths, but they pretty much take, you know, their own personal account of things and escalate them to the point where everybody does it. Like, have have you ever like spilled something in a room and then you blame everybody for you spilling it? It's like, but it it was you, you you spilled that. So that's what I'm starting to see. And when she put it to me like that, you know, women hating other women for agreeing with men, I was like, I've definitely seen this, and Shannon, you know, you and I have talked about this before. We've been in rooms. And I get a time when I'd be on Twitter, and you know, I might see a, a tweet of Akeem's because you know he's mm-hmm. strong. The whole alpha man thing, mm-hmm. and I comment or say that I do call my woman friends out. That's why my woman friend circle is getting smaller, and I like that because. If you can't be accountable, but you always quick to call me out when I'm wrong, and I do want friends who call me out when I'm wrong, you have mm-hmm. to be able to take it. And yep. women don't ever want to hear the fact that they need to be a- accountable. They always want to make an excuse on, man, whatever. Like, she always agreeing with such and such just because of this, or is she a pick me? It ain't about a pick me. It's about being honest. Yeah. And, you know, not, I'm not even going to say piggyback because I've said it twice, but you know, not only do I agree, it's just one of those things where it's like, if you see it and I see it, like, is it us? Or like, are we wrong for actually like visualizing it actually happening? Or are we just missing something? Like, you know, what questions do we ask to this person? We can't say who hurts you because we don't know what that person's been through. But at the same time, if you see this person and they're just like, they're always angry and it's always like, it could be a quiet room and everybody's being nice and civil. And that person, instead of just saying, I had a bad day, I'm going to exit out and just not be a part of this and ruin the good vibe. You have to be the person to turn up the room because you need the attention on you. Is that what it is? Do you just need the attention or is it actually something else? You need somebody to get your wrath off on, which is what I noticed. So like, you're not, you're not really mad at this person for saying this one thing, but because you're so pissed off today, and you ain't got nobody to hear or v- hear you vent or listen to what you mad at. Now yeah. you got to make this one little thing that this person said a big deal. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's gotten so crazy. Um, I did not know that this was a thing. Um, you can Google it. You can look on Twitter. Um, there is a group um, developed like it's like a form of like, you know, white people. I, I, I don't want to give them a certain like title because I don't know the title like off the hand, you know, off the top of my head. But um, they create Twitter accounts with black emojis, like, you know, random, you know, like, you know, photos of black people. And they spark arguments with each other. 
So work. So, but it, it's definitely work. So it'll be something as simple as you know, you know, black women's hair, you know, needs to be natural, or black women shouldn't wear weave. And it, it starts that way. I'm like, oh, I did not know that they were doing these things. And social media has done it. Twitter like did this whole like um, this little trending topic or whatever about it, where people got called out for this form. They were saying, you know, things to the magnitude of, oh, well, if this person, you know, black people, you know, they just have so much divide, you know, let's just start an argument with them. And what happens is it comes on Twitter and it will start as a simple tweet of something like, you know, well, this is why, you know, why do white, what was that topic you and I did a couple weeks ago? Like, oh, well, why do black men choose white women instead of black women? That's yeah. where it will start. And then it'll escalate to a thing where they kind of like, they set the fire and then they walk out of the house while it's still burning and everybody's in it. And we're all, instead of just, you know, trying to figure out where the door is, we're arguing about who's going to put out the fire. It's like, we got to get the safety first and we never do this shit. And <laughs> I'm only on social media, which is scary. Cause it's like, yo, like when you get off the computer, these people wouldn't do this shit. These people wouldn't start these arguments. These people wouldn't be this way. It's just on social media where they honestly, they can either empower you or they can objectify you. But to me personally, I feel like there are more than, you know, more times than not people less empowering and more objectifying when it comes to being shady, um, when, you know, just hating on people. I mean, we have fucking reality TV. Um, I watched, what is it? Uh, some housewives of some state, some town. And the episode was good for the first 15 minutes. It's like, hey girl, we're all having fun. We're doing this, 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 and this. And 30 minutes into the show, people are throwing bottles. They are, I was like, okay, so this is what we thrive on. We got to the point in our culture where every, if it's not negative, it doesn't get views. If it isn't yeah. negative, we don't care. So, yeah. you know, that, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, you know, does social media like objectify women? Because are, are we the one, are like, are we the ones objectifying it? Or are you bringing what it is to social media? Like if you're just a terrible fucking person, and you're bringing that to social media, you're not being objectified, you're being read, um, so to speak. You're being told exactly what you are. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know we got voicemails, so I don't know if you want to play them, because I'm going to look up that uh, that form and that tweet while we do that. I'm going to play them. I didn't know about that whole thing. That's crazy. I think women make it more obvious when they do hate on other women. Uh, men might not make it as obvious. Some do. But those are the ones that are about the bullshit, I guess, per se. I don't even know. But women make it more obvious. I do think that. Is that is that condescending compliment shit that I don't like? Like, girl, did that have to be said? Did you have to say that right now? Are you just saying that while you walk off, while I'm around a whole bunch of men for me to feel a certain way or for you to embarrass me because you hate the fact that men are giving me attention over you. It's, it's, it's that playground, petty, childish shit that happens with women at any age. Your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, y'all just petty and clicky as shit. And a lot of women would rather be in a clique of wrong women doing the wrong thing than admit, oh yeah, that is fucked up. Like I am fucked for expecting this from you. I am fucked up for wanting to do something dirty on my part in my relationship and then expect you to back me up. 
that is my fault. I apologize. They would rather pick friends. I'm going to pick this friend because they're more loyal to me than you are. Loyalty and wanting to lie with you and wanting to not correct you so you could be a better person are two different things for me. So if me being loyal means I have to lie for you or make you feel good about your wrongs, count me the fuck out. Yeah. Because I'm not helping you, you're not helping me, and there's no true uh, transparency. But if we gonna, if I'm gonna be loyal to you, I'm gonna tell you straight up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I check you before shit goes south. But don't do shit dirty, fuck up, and expect everybody's supposed to back you as if you you had a right to do it so dirty. And that's the type of women we have today. It has nothing to do with age. It has nothing to do with where you come from. It's your character and you not wanting to be better. And those women will run away from the truth, will hide and dodge the truth and the conversation of being direct and upfront about the shit that they did that was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I, as, as wrong with me, stop backing them. Yeah. yeah it's, just, it's rough, man, because... I, as a guy, it's one of those things where, like, that clubhouse that we were in, it, it made me realize I need to step back a little bit more and let people argue, and then just watch and take notes. Because I'm I'm, I'm that type of person, like Shane. You know me. Like, I, I don't mind going and having like the back and forth. But what's not going to happen is you're not going to like over talk and then make your point and not let me get mine off. So this is that. Um, but what I noticed in that room, which made me come to the realization, like. Not everything needs my opinion and not everything needs to be a fight. Just let people be ignorant and let it be Um, to the point where when a girl, she questioned why men were in the clubhouse and weren't speaking. And then the moment that they spoke, she was telling them that they were wrong. It's like you wanted to know my feelings as a man about you as a woman. I tell you this and it's not enough. And then when it's not enough, you, you complain. That's why I'm quiet. And when I'm quiet, you're mad because I don't say anything. So it's it's definitely a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment. But what would really burnt me for real was the fact that there were women, you know, like other women telling this girl, this woman, rather, that let men tell you how they feel about you. And you can either take it and accept it or take it and move on. And she couldn't get that. She was just more so like, no, I am who I am, and I've had trauma in the third grade, and a bully pushed me over in the park on the play. Like, oh, Greg, let me tell you this out, and this is with anybody, man or women, because they both do it. When anybody starts anything and be like, I am who I am, mm-hmm. okay, well, you have a great day, be blessed, and you you check out because people who say I am who I am, you know mm-hmm. how I am, you know, you know you know me, they're not ready to change. They're mm-hmm. not ready to the conversation and you're going to be talking to a ton of bricks and save your energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- that's where I've gotten. I've gotten to the point where I've I, I no longer care. I don't care. I just, it, it's just very fun to watch, but at some point it, it gets kind of annoying to watch it and you see it so much. It's like every day, why do black women hate black men? And why do black men do the things they do? It's like, yo, like you keep asking the same fucking questions and you keep getting the same answer. But it's entertaining. It gives you something to do for five. Fuck you.
Oh no, Larry King died. Yes, he he, he passed away earlier at eighty seven. Who was going to die when they said he had COVID? Yes, yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to, I guess, like to ask a question um, for both men and women that are listening to stereo. Uh, my question to you guys is: How do men, or how can men, do more? to empower women without sounding like we're in pursuit? Um, I know that sounds like a very loaded question, but it's not. Um, how do we empower you as a woman or, you know, women in general without sounding like we want something from you? Like there, there are some of us who honestly just want to be in good company with good people. And, and that, that's what I want to know. I want to know as a man, what can we do without being overbearing to help? Or to honestly just like sit in the room and be with you without making you feel like, you know, you're being objectified. Um, uh, men can listen more mm-hmm. before they speak. Um, instead of them to say, I understand when they don't understand, just say, you know, I hear you and thank you for taking the time out to explain that to me. Um, or I'd never thought about it that way. Thank you. Uh, men can support women by supporting their business if you want to keep it strictly professional like you said you wanted to support my business because then it's kind of like you put the ball in the woman's hands of taking it outside of business if they want to instead of approaching them with you know i see you doing your thing you know yeah that's good and then she started talking about her business and then you're like um i was wondering if you were free friday Mm. so Everything I just told you about my business, you weren't, you know, into. You were just worried about getting a date or getting my number or possibly taking me out so you can get in my pants. And it's kind of like be transparent and learn how to have good game as far as your grandfathers did or your father Mm. did. Instead of being like played out and so expected, like men's approach these days are so expected. So when it comes to supporting women in these rooms on any type of social media, just listen, just listen, uh, thank them for explaining, because you know how black people get tired of explaining to white people um, why this is the rule or why they can't say this or why it's inappropriate to do this. Women of all races get tired of explaining to men why their approach is not the best or why it rubs women the wrong way. A lot of times before men do things and act, they need to really think about, am I giving this woman a choice to pursue me or am I telling her? Um, Friday, I'm going to take you out and we're going to go here and I'm not asking. And it's all about your approach and your delivery when a lot of men say things and your tone, because your tone can completely change what you're doing. Mm. Um, That right there, that's the answer that not only I was expecting from you because, you know, she gets it, but I I want to hear from the listeners as well. I I know we got a voicemail, um, but I wanted to, you know, open up the floor for people. Um, It's not quite last call, but I guess we can start with um, unpopular opinions. So unpopular opinions is, I guess, a new segment we're trying out where 
we give you guys the floor to, you know, give your unpopular opinion about the topic, just on Uh the topic um, of, you know, does social media empower or objectify women? It it doesn't have to be anything that, you know, is derogatory. Please be, you know, as honest as you can possibly be uh, without being disrespectful. Um, No, no, no bitches, no hoes, you know, that type of shit. Just leave that alone. Just don't put that here. However, um, we wanted you to give your unpopular opinion on the topic um, and nobody can judge you. Nobody can counter what you're saying. It's just your truth. This is a safe space for you to say and get the shit that you want to say off and nobody's going to judge you and we're not either. So now is the floor for you guys to actually go and have that unpopular opinion. But until then, I think we have a voicemail going against, I guess, the objectifying part of the show. So. Play, play. All right, y'all. It was real nice talking to you. I followed you both. I'm getting ready to go into work. So Thank y'all you. have a good night, and I'll be on later. I don't get off till 2.30 in the morning. I'm Vegas time. Hey. Good night, So um, I guess I- I'll start. Um, I'll start with my unpopular opinion of um, the objectifying and the empowering. Um, me personally, um, I-, I feel like social media has kind of turned feminism into like a product mm-hmm. and it, it feels like it's being sold to consumers like a like a mainstream like it's a commodity type of activism um mm-hmm. it, it just feels weird um i started to feel this way when um i live in dc so when they started to do what was deemed the pussy hat march which was to me it's like what like that, that's what we're calling it we're calling it the pussy hat march and that was what it was deemed as to people who were coming into DC. And this was both men and women alike. It had a proper name. I can't get it off the top of my head, but it was definitely considered here, the pussy hat March. And this was in what, 2016 when, you know, 45 was still in office. So right around that time, they started to come up with like the shirts that say the future is female. Um, DC, they sold out of them in every store. You couldn't go into a store and ask for the future is female t-shirt. Um, and to me, it just felt like they were making like feminism, like a marketing slogan. Um, the same way I feel kind of like how Black Lives Matter, that's mm-hmm. like a marketing slogan. It's not a, it, it no longer has any tangibles when it comes to it. It's like, okay, what does Black Lives Matter mean to you? And people are like, well, it could mean 48 different things, but it's like, no, but what's the directive? Like, what is the, the premise here? But nobody can give you like the same answer. Every answer is like four different things. That's how I felt about the the future's female like t-shirts, which it, it kind of bothered me because you know having women in my life and a wife in my life and things like that, I, I would see these shirts, I would see people wearing them, and I'm like, oh, like I don't want to question you, but at the same time, it felt like the companies that made the shirts were all from like Bangladesh, right? And the, the companies like that, I guess like patent that like quote of you know future is female. Their ideals didn't even line up with the feminist values at all. Because especially in Bang, doing it for the purpose of what it says, they're doing it because they know enough people will buy mm-hmm. into that idea, and they can make so much, much more money off of it. It's like um, the the T shirt that says uh, "Say La Vie." Mm-hmm. A lot of the fuck that says or means but they want the t-shirt and if you have like a good um font and a good uh fabric t-shirt oh you're gonna make millions yeah it's it just it, it's weird man I, I i don't know like 
I guess this is one of those episodes. It's not even like an episode. It's just more so like us trying to have like a come to Jesus moment. Cause yeah. I, I, I've had enough, Shan. Like I, I, I kind of like want to mute like the argument of like the black men versus the black women conversations. I, I want to mute people when, you know, they're just like negative all the time. I was like, yo, it's, it's nine o'clock in the morning and you're fucking negative. It's, it's, just, night. it's just embarrassing for me the past mm-hmm. three days i've just been like really embarrassed by it especially when i go on clubhouse because you know the mm-hmm. topic first and it's mm-hmm. like out of all the rooms that can be created out of all the discussions that can be had right now um i don't see a room talking about how black people are pouring into their kids during this quarantine and their education i don't see our room talking about you know how um black people are learning uh financial literacy or mm-hmm. people who are um equipped in financial literacy and what to do with your uh income taxes coming up and what uh right now would be an ideal room for somebody to start that uh, accountant or does taxes to talk about important deductions for us over this mm-hmm. these two years. I don't see none of that, but I see a lot of why black men don't and why um, is the black woman the most disrespected and mm-hmm. why can the woman pay first and who has to pay the bills if, you know, he works a good job and the woman works an okay job. Who picks up the check? Like, why is the discussion like that for us? But then I was in the room with a whole bunch of other women and CEOs talking about um, what's the best way to introduce yourself in a room full of execs versus um, you being a room of women at like a women's seminar. And the lady Mm -hmm. had like points on what you should do as when you're introducing yourself you should say you know who you are what you do what are you doing to um help others and what is the problem that you're fixing and a lot of people don't even know how to appropriately approach an executive if they said they wanted to get into certain fields for careers they don't know how to sell themselves and be professional that is Mm -hmm. a great room to be in but i don't see any large groups of black people doing that and sometimes when you come in with a valid point like they they look at you like enemy yeah and that's because the the conversation isn't driven with positivity if somebody like you would go in there and you say something one piece that everybody's like oh i agree with there's going to be that one person that's like you know what they're taking us off the course right now controversy is selling the conversation and what we need to do is get back on course so what they'll do is they'll say thank you for what your opinion is but that's why when that girl was having that chat and she was making points to both men and women and you know not to knock on women too much but the women that were in the room they were telling her she was wrong she was like i'm a woman like you and you're treating me like a man because i'm telling you that there's other ways that you can go about doing the things you do and saying the things you say. You, you can't be in rooms like, here's why niggas ain't shit, and then expect men to actually try to engage in a conversation with you about why they ain't shit. Because at that point, you, you've already told us what we ain't, which is nothing. So why would I come into the room? I'm listening because I want to hear what you have to say, but don't call me on stage. And then the moment you call me on stage, when I am you know, telling you, like, yo, 
we're not all like this and blah, 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 blah. Well, y'all might not all be like this, but see the 10 men that I've dated in my life. See, I'm like, oh, so it's just say that it's just the experiences that you've had. But at that point, if you say that all of a sudden is, well, see, he's not understand what I'm talking about because of this. And I was like, well, what happens then? Because we're not having a conversation. It's a dictatorship at that point. You've said what you've said and fuck everybody else, which it's insane to think about. So what I've done, Shan, honestly, is I've started to just go on Clubhouse and I pick up all upcoming. And it's scary to think if you go to the all upcoming tab on there, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of better conversations. Um, A lot of them are about like, you know, to start podcasting and, you know, recaps of shows, um, cooking live, you know, live like readings of books. Um, I think yesterday a guy started um, a petition, not a petition, but like a Patreon where he is reading Harry Potter books all of them straight through on clubhouse. He said, he's going to read every book straight on through for, I think like 48 hours. He's like, he's not going to sleep. He's going to read every single book. And I was like, you know what? That is worthwhile. Cause you can jump in and you know, it doesn't even matter. Cause somebody's pretty much reading to you. That's, that is a way to not only like get yourself out there, but like mm-hmm. nobody's doing that stuff. Um, so when I go on my clubhouse, it's like, damn, like, you know, it's the same two conversations and you put them right in our face. Yeah. Like all the all the good rooms, you have to swipe up four or five times in order to get to the good shit. But as soon as you jump in, it's like, okay, there's the chat with 21 Savage. There's the chat with Joe Button. And then there's the, you know, wh- which gender of black people hates this group this week or today? And then, you know, there's the, the sex room. And then there's the, the moan room. It's like, yo, like, this is what us as black people have come to. Like, we, we have the platform We're right so now. Targeted, man. And, um, yeah. It's 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 sad, but it's the reality of what it is. That's why I purposely try to get in all of the rooms that are mm-hmm. um, like as far as network and net worth million dollar rooms on there. Yep. And you see that those people are not consistently on the app because they have business to handle. I don't yep. think the people that are in these small um uh, rooms bickering mm-hmm. about all shit have any business to handle and that's where you have to separate yourself from um people who are not like-minded um mm-hmm. i like the funny rooms that are on there but mm-hmm. you go in a room you look at the people's pictures about 15 pictures down and you already know what the room is for and then i just exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> you, you you arched over in your photo you got your shirt off sure. and shit like that i'm like okay so i know what type of time you want um yeah but I, I, I wanted to touch on this because this is very funny. So today I'm on Twitter and the people that were on Clubhouse were like pretty much petitioning against using Clubhouse now because according to the information.com, Clubhouse got a investment interest at a billion dollars. So investors have tried to buy Clubhouse shares from existing shareholders at an implied valuation of $1 billion. Um, that figure is 10 times higher than the app's valuation from eight months ago. You know what that means? That means that we, not just black people, but all people who use that app, doesn't matter your race, you bring more money to that fucking app than they actually make. Like you drive the interest. So the more people that are on there, and I don't think they've listed how many people that are on there, but if you're on there four or five hours at a time, shout out to Stereo because people did that too. But the difference between Stereo and Clubhouse is Stereo incentivizes you with money. Clubhouse says, no, you're going to do what you're going to do for free. And we're going to make the money up. 
a billion dollar valuation in eight months is insane. It is fucking nuts. Um, and the reason why it's so nuts and, you know, you and I, when we first got on Clubhouse, and I think even to this day, I've been telling him, like, oh, all I want Clubhouse to do is to allow me to record the conversations to, to turn into a podcast. That's it. Uh-huh. That, that is that is it. Now, just imagine how much free game, how many conversations, how many bonds are being built. People are on there for like six or seven hours at a time, Shane. And all of their podcast content is on there now. And they can never get it back. <laughs> all of all of it's gone. To the point where I, I will be completely honest with you. We, we have disappeared. We're in that a lot. Mm-hmm. And things that I podcasts that you know aren't like you know we aren't too familiar with people that I know. I'm like, oh, y'all spend so much time on here, and I do too. But my issue is, I take from it and I create these shows. That's why we do stereo. That's why we do our you know podcasts, you know stuff like that. They take the content, leave it there, and then they don't make a show after. And it's like, oh, this is information right here. Like last night when I was talking on E Ruth and uh and Kev's like thing. Yeah. All that information I was dropping, where do you think that came from? I didn't, I didn't go and open up like Google and search that shit. That's information I'm getting from other people. So it's a situation where, you know, it can be empowering. It could be something that you can get that information and apply it elsewhere. Now they're such like a billion dollar company in eight months and growing. Now, mind you, they're not even open to Android yet. That's what's killing me. Yeah. If they're if they invest if they invested at a billion dollars in eight months and they are only on the iPhone, boy, do you know how many Android phones there are? There has to be five hundred and eighty-three. Has to be. By Android. And when, you know, <laughs> when they open that shit up to, not even when they open up the Android, when they just open it up for anybody to get on that shit. You, know, you, you think these clubs that have like 120, 130 people in it are, are gonna be trash? Just wait until there's like six, seven hundred people in these rooms. And you can no longer use the app because that shit crashes every time you open it. It's going to be the equivalent of like going into a football field where all the seats are taken and people are starting to sit on the field. You ain't going to be able to play football at that point. It's just too many people. And, and it'd that, be that, crap. This app. Yeah. Uh, that, that's why, I mean, I appreciate Stereo to give them like hell often, um, mostly because they don't like to pay. Um, but other, other than that, like, you know, I feel like the numbers are kind of skewed. Um, great conversation gets the least amount of views and listens. So I wanted to shout out, you know, the 11 people that are in here, shout out to y'all for, you know, sticking around, leaving voicemails and things like that. But I I think they could do a lot better at giving, you know, content creators and people who give good content, good money. Um, a hundred bucks is, nah, it's okay. But now that I know that clubhouse is invested in a billion dollars and they've been out for eight months and stereo pretty much does the same thing. And they've been incentivizing by putting the money up front. I I need to start figuring out where to put the money in because I I didn't hit billions last night. Um, some guy in Michigan did. I need to make sure that, you know, I'm where the money resides. I need to know. Um, but just to tie that all in, um, you know, when it comes to social media and empowering and objectifying just for women, um, I appreciate the fact that women have learned how to make their money, um, with only fans. There are a lot of women that honestly, Shane, like, they probably lost their job during the pandemic and things like that. They're mm-hmm. thriving right now to the point where they don't have to return to her. And yeah. I'm, I'm so, so great that um, I just asked them to be safe because there are a lot of people who are being really reckless. They don't have management. They don't have legal teams. 
but they're flaunting. They're like, oh, I'm in Tulum. I'm in, you know, Jamaica. I'm in here. I'm like, yo, but you need to make sure that you go and take the money that you've earned from that platform and apply it to something. Don't go and just spend the 28 weeks of, you know, COVID and the <laughs> taxes, pandemic like that. If you got somebody to do them taxes correctly, they're going to eat that ass. And not no, the way that's they- the thing. They, they aren't in, like they're not applying themselves and that that's not to objectify them because honestly i'm for it. um i will say i i do feel a way when i see certain people they they don't need to team people who on twitter and they promote their only fans and it's like you're charging 15.99 now, i don't know the value of the content because i don't pay for it but what i do know is this as a customer of other streaming services and like you know subscription services i i play the way in game oh for a fact i'm paying 17.99 for netflix i am not paying 20 dollars a month for news there's not an amount of news you're going to give for 20 dollars that you could give for you know five seven ten dollars but then again as a man i can't put my value on your body so you charge what you want um all i ask you to if all i, I ask okay oh, if i had an only no, if i had an only fans i would be Writing off every draws, every bra, mm-hmm. every bustier, every camera mm-hmm. lens, every sheet set, every pillowcase, every prop in my taxes. And if I can't yes. write it off, tell me, go to your nearest accountant and have them tell you how you can write it off. Yes. Your phone yes. bill. Your internet, like you have to know how to keep your money in your pocket. That's what mm. makes wealthy people wealthy is knowing the laws, the rules, and the policies on their money. Mm-hmm. But you, you want to know it's so funny, and you know I, I don't want to put this just on white women, like the porn stars and stuff like that, who've been like the cam girls. That's what it was called before. It was called cam girls, and they would go and do shit online and things like that, and they would make the money from it. And they were getting the money, but now with OnlyFans, they don't have to deal with pimps and they don't have to deal with porn companies. All, all that shit is inclusive. There might not be porn companies in like 10 years. Honestly, I feel like porn is kind of whack. And, you know, it's better to watch that shit created between, you know, maybe a couple or something like that because the amateur porn and stuff like that, it's better. Um, so, you know, in terms of empowering women, I guess, it, it feels better to know that they're making the money doing what the fuck they want to do. They don't have to go and be like, you know what, I got to be be oiled up for this scene like you know what the, the bottom of my feet dirty but you know what 500 people watching that shit <laughs> no but no bullshit like that that to me isn't empowering now you know objectifying because i have to be fair um i will say but it's just more of a you know what could be social media objectifying women is when people go and they post the content for free. I, I fucking hate that. Like, say, for example, I'll, I'll give you a person like Tahiri. Um, Tahiri, she has an OnlyFans. And I, I think she thinks that she's like gaming the system and conning people out of this money. But my issue with her is she charges like $25 for this OnlyFans, right? And somebody's going to pay for it. But once you start doing OnlyFans, people start doing like OnlyFans reviews, the same way you would get like Yelp reviews and Amazon reviews. And people are saying things like, um, by the way, th- yeah, the same content that they're putting on Instagram and on social media, she's putting that shit on OnlyFans and charging people for it. So eventually people start getting hit. 
And that's where the objectifying women comes in, where, you know, guys are like, well, her content ain't shit because she posts the same shit on OnlyFans and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that, that that's where like the objectifying women shit starts to come in. Then you're like, well, her news ain't shit. Her, her nipples lopsided. She got, you know, bumps on the areolas and shit. Like that's where that shit comes from. Um, men, we do objectify women. We do. I have been there. Um, I've had friends that do it and I do apologize for it. Um, some of the things I do say I meant though, um, like certain things just did, it didn't make sense to me at the time, but I've grown since then. So I do apologize for that in that aspect. However, um, you know, me as a man, I, I would hope that in 2021, I start to do more, you know, empowering women on social media. Yeah. But we, we, we're going to have to have a part two of this because um, we have to flip it for men. Because um, I feel like we, we spent an hour talking about how to empower or how, you know, social media has objectified women. I, I need to see this from the men's side as well because. I feel like it's pretty even like we definitely get objectified, but we do get empowered. It just always feels like the room is kind of like empty for the empowerment. But the objectifying is like, hey, you know, we're we going to get our shit off and it, it, it's fine. It's justified. I just I want to have the same records, you know, the same type of conversation with you for the men. So hopefully we can have that soon. But it looks like we got voicemails and somebody's pissed off at me. So here we are. Blam, blam. Oh my God! Always one, always one. <laughs> one Yo, what? What? Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed, Lucy. I think um, going back to the uh, concept of like the taxes and stuff like that for these overnight success um, content creators, especially ones that are sex workers. Um, if you're not taking care of your finances. And you're just, you know, doing your thing and then you're putting your stuff out there and taking your money and going on vacation. I think that's actually a form of objectifying yourself as well. Um, but when you're being money smart and putting that money aside, having an account and stuff like that, that's when you're a brand and that's when you are empowering yourself. Regardless, you could do the same thing, but it's the way that you handle it in a long term. I think that kind of carries the um, objectification or not. Yes. Fan, you said that. You said we need to be brands. You you definitely said we need to be brands. Not on this episode, but you said it before. Yeah. Yeah. That is great. Like she was, she was absolutely right. Both why you get that money, honey. If you're yeah. not trying yourself, then shit. You ain't it ain't gonna look good for you. You're gonna end up owing yeah. the state this year. No, this 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 girl, she, she said it on Twitter. She said that she made in a month eighty two thousand dollars, which is more than she made at her job when you know before she got laid off. And I was like, damn, eight, eight, eighty that's that's a lot of money. That, that's a lot of money. And you made it in a month. And you know, you know, she said something to the effect of she was like she she put some money away for her kids, and you know the rest of it. She pretty much told everybody she fucked it off. And I was like, what do you mean she fucked it off? She said that she went and had a hot girl summer, uh, of course. Um, and she said she went and got her a new car that honestly, you know, if, if that's what you want to spend your money with, I, I am not your accountant. You do what you want to do. So yeah. then this was over the summer. Now she's saying that, you know, her new job doesn't want her to, you know, they found out about her OnlyFans and they would not give her the job as a result of the OnlyFans. 
So she said she's going to continue doing the OnlyFans. She's going to up her work. And I was like, this is when you go and you protect your brand. Like, you know, the last caller just said, when you protect your brand, you know for a fact that you can go at the click of a button, delete all that shit. You still have all that stuff backed up. You still have all that information backed up, but you have all of your ducks in a row. You know for a fact when that W-2 comes in next week that it says, hey, this is the amount of money that you made in 2020. Talk to your tax person. Talk to your accountant. I don't feel like she did that. I I feel like she was like, you know what? This money is coming in pretty hot and I'm going to spend that shit. Yeah. Which it's crazy because like, I know men will never be able to make $85,000 off of like doing a helicopter with their dick, right? It's never going to happen. Nope. But I, I like nudes. Women like nudes. Men like nudes. Yeah. Make the fucking money off of that. Like, honestly, I, we need to start like a, a consulting business where we start, you know, networking with some people. I'm like, hey, by the way, um, I hear you have an OnlyFans. If you want to do like a, a ad, you know, an ad on our show, sure. Yes. I will promote the shit out of that. Because you make it $83,000, go ahead and just drop, drop like two, $3,000 on your homeboy. Yeah, we, we can make it work. We can make it work. I, I'm with the shits. I'm absolutely with the shits. That's because I like to empower women. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely like to empower them. The only ones I objectify are the ones who wear red nail polish on their toes. That 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 absolutely hurts my heart. It, it hurts my heart. <laughs> What's wrong with red nail polish on your toes? Yeah. No, it, it is a absolute phobia of mine is red nails. It reminds me of... Um, so there was a librarian that I went to, you know, in my elementary school. And she would always say things like, well... Oh, you're so you're so handsome. If you were just a little bit older, but the thing is, she had these wrinkly ass red hands, like these red nail polishes and shit like that that she would wear, and they would always be like halfway chipped. And you could tell like she like she had chilled fingernails and stuff. I was like, oh, so ever since then, like yeah, red nail polish. Like I, I don't mind if you wear it. Just you know, I'm never shaking your hand. Um, it, it just no. Mm-mm. You can get a hug, but you, the handshakes it, it actually scares the shit out of me. Somebody's gonna like this motherfucker, Greg. It's crazy, but. We, we all got phobias. Favorite red nail polishes uh, was definitely OPI Big Red Apple um, because Sweet. it's like a real delicious red. And I would wear it sometimes on my toes and my nails in my 20s. But now it's kind of like, I like simple shit. Like, give me some French um, tips on my toes or paint it mm. white. And then for my nails, I just like it to be just very simple because I'm always mm. doing shit with my hands. But um I don't know. Women are just, hey. you know, particular. Hey, if you like red nail polish, be my guest. I, I'm not going to, you know, shit on your parade, me personally. I, I'm just yeah. mm, nah, it's just not for me. Um I, I guess that that was the show. Um I was going to do last call if people wanted to leave voicemails about like thoughts and opinions. Do you want to open it up for five minutes? Yeah. I guess we. Bust it open, Greg. If y'all got anything left to say, how y'all enjoyed the show, what y'all got going on tonight. If y'all want to plug y'all selves and what y'all got going on. If you have some tips on how to support other women, let me know. Yes, indeed. Okay. It was a good show. What I learned is um, negativity gets more promo than positivity. And um, Mm -hmm. companies don't change that. Companies are coming to the people to see what the people are into. That's why they are on TikTok. That's why they're having Mm -hmm. meetings about TikTok. 
companies are coming to the people as far as Instagram to see how you're growing in numbers. What's your fan base? What do they want? Companies are coming to podcasters. A lot of celebrities are creating podcasts in order to get some type of income. So, of course, companies are going to go to them first because they already have the audience. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, deputy-wise, once things start opening up, um, as far as like them being able to travel and go on tour, they're not going to be doing those shows as much. Mm. So I think consistency is key for anybody yeah. creating content or selling anything and just to keep doing your your own show and doing your own thing and improving, um, seeing if you know you could correct your sound, seeing how you can uh, introduce your show, what platforms you could get on, people you could collab with, like stop sitting there watching what everybody is getting done and get some things done for yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. Um, people who are on here now on stereo, you are a podcaster. If you have done a show, you can podcast. Podcasting has gotten so easy over the what over the past like three or four years that now yeah. All you need is your phone. Um, you know, you can use a microphone. Shout out to Shan. Shan, you, you texted me today. I you told me. the microphone today. And it sounds so clear. I had to hit uh, Greg. I'm just like, sign up, Greg. This <laughs> mic sounds so fucking clear. And it makes such a difference that I mm-hmm. feel like I'm damn near in somebody's face talking. Yeah. Oh, man. This is this is what happens when friends do things for friends, and you know podcasters come through. Um, I just honest, I can't wait for the rest of twenty twenty one. I guess on Wednesday I'll go through like the podcast news and stuff like that because I, I feel like us as podcasters, we, we, I want to do like a service for like people who want to podcast or you know just stuff that's going on. Um, we'll talk about the whole situation that's about to happen with Anchor. Um, you know, the acquisition that you and I talked about with Red Circle, we can talk mm-hmm. about a, a couple other things. Um, we already talked about Clubhouse today, so I guess that'll be like our podcast and news, um, so mm-hmm. to speak. I'm, I'm going to, I don't know if you noticed, but you can actually plug your microphone, the one you know, that you got, you can plug that into your phone and then go to Clubhouse and record from there. I gotta so, get that. Though. Yeah, I, I was looking for one. I was like, you know, the one that you sent me that was a good one but i would suggest just getting the one directly from apple and yeah. it'll work perfect like you know just always go with apple stuff if you can't find it i usually mm-hmm. go with belkin because theirs are always compatible with apple stuff to begin with so the, mm-hmm. that is just pretty much that um okay. what did i learn today i guess um i learned that it ain't about you you know who hurts you um it's pretty much you um you just need to come into the room with the energy so that was that and are you ready to change? Um, we, we didn't have too many like, like talking points. I feel like we made it like crystal clear what we thought and how we felt. Um, yeah. I just want to hear from the listeners now. Seems like people have chimed in for last call. So let's see what they got to say. Um, I just want to say have a good rest of your weekend, you guys. And thank you so much for um, opening up the conversation on a uh, intelligent and productive topic. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, I really enjoyed y'all show, man. Um, I was just thinking about, you know, that negativity that's on this platform. I only been here, what, like a not even a week yet. And that's one thing I have noticed, right? But 
I was my friend that got me on this. I said I told him off the off the dribble, man. I just have to be me, right? It don't matter which platform I'm on. I have to be me, which means that one, I'm not about to argue with a person that I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm you, you're not about to make me, you know, get into this big debate thing. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm really about just motivating people, inspiring people, man, and just speaking positive and giving people hope, man. That's just what I'm about. That's how I am, you know, at home. That's how I'm going to be on on this platform. But I really enjoy both of you guys, and I'm following you both. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you so much, man. He was All on the right, show today with um, Dr. Pete. And it was mm. really good talking about manhood, I think. Um, so he had some good comments to drop. So I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to follow back and then, you know, hit that bell notification so I can get the alerts when he does go on talks, man. Man, again, as usual, I appreciate you guys. Um, Shan usually does the closure, you know, the closing of the show. So I'm letting her do her thing. So again, Shan, thank you. Uh, thank the listeners. Thanks, Stereo. Um, hopefully y'all are paying up both us and everybody else who does good content um mm-hmm. don't be like clubhouse and get an acquisition for a billion dollars and then stop paying people please do not do that that will be the demise of your show and your platform so there's that um, thank everybody for checking out the show thank you greg for bringing up a great topic that people can relate to um no matter if they're not content creators or they're just listeners or dappling into different subjects but uh this is another one for Loudmouth Stereo. If you got here at the end of the show, don't worry. We will drop the show on Young, Black, and Bothered, which is Greg's show, or on She Gets a Podcast, which is my show. We will drop it so you can get the whole episode. And you can check back with us on Wednesdays or Saturday nights. Um, Enjoy your weekend. February 1st is a week away. Don't spend all your money this week because rent is due on the 1st. And just be great and be easy. Yes, indeed. Talk to you guys Wednesday. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.